0: You, yes, sir. Glory, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to His name.
1: Listen, we thank God for being here. We thank God for everybody that's here.
0: It was not. But I had an
1: apostle out of uh, Mobile, Alabama call me the last time I was here and told me that there's going to be three people that's going to call you to preach. And after After you preach three times, I need you to come down to Mobile so I can put you right back in the place that you left off. And I told her, her name is Apostle Tanya Johnson, and she's probably watching on Facebook because she said she's going to watch me from now on so she can watch and see what I do. And I said, go ahead and watch because I'm not preaching.
0: <laughs> I said, but I'm not preaching ever, ever
1: again. So
0: you go ahead
1: and and there we go. There we go. go. My My iPad didn't want to work a minute and so, so so I got a call after she told me that I got a call a couple <laughs> days later and it was my sister and she's told me she said pastor Cass has put you on the schedule for the 11th I said what I said he ain't called me well, he's just on the schedule, you're just on the schedule for the 11th or the 18th. Pick which one. Hey, I'm the big brother here. You don't just demand me to come. But I love them so much they can do that. They're probably only, the pe- only a couple people that can do that. And so I said, God, I don't wanna preach, I wanna tell the testimony. He was like, I'm tired of your testimony. I said, okay. He said, yeah, you, you done made it through your tests and you done made it over, but you need to get back to what you've been doing. And I said, okay. okay, okay. Right. I said, all right, okay, get me all the way together. And so I've been sitting and I've been struggling and I've been tossing and I've been turning and I've been asking God what to say to you, this here people in Lancaster. And guess what, I came up with nothing. (laughs) I came up with nothing. I'm not a singer, but I'm gonna attempt to sing this song because it's been in my spirit, and I'm gonna let the spirit speak to me while I'm singing it. And it goes, It's been a
0: long time coming, but a change is gonna come. I waited through the evening, Tell me when will I see the sun It's been a long time coming But my change is gonna come I waited through the evening Tell me when will I see the sun And God told me this morning, he said, I need you to keep Din on ho din on until you see the sun you gotta keep on ho din on
1: <laughs> and I said God I said why am I holding on? I said everything has gone everything has left me he said keep ho
0: din on until you see the sun, not the S U N, but
1: the S Gotta keep on holding oh, on. And so I began to cry, and I began to toss and turn in my bed, and I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, yo, God, let me go to sleep. And he said, go to First Samuel. And I said, what is in First Samuel to tell me to hold on? And I said, God... What are you about to say? He was like, just go to First Samuel 23 and 16. And I need somebody with a loud voice to just read this that is confident in themselves and that is confident in God being able to do what you need him to do. First Samuel 23 and 16. That's it. Read that again, because I I believe that's for you. All right. I got to give honor to God, to the pastor, to my brother, to my sister, to the pastor over here. I have to do what is right, but I feel like preaching this thing. And I haven't preached in a long time, but I feel like preaching In this place. Because it's when the enemy's camp have you run out. That God will send somebody from the enemy's camp to deliver you. Listen, listen pastor. I was ran out. I was chased. I felt like giving up. I felt like just throwing into town. But it was somebody from the enemy's camp. Guess what? It just wasn't somebody from the enemy's camp. It was the son of the enemy. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Yes! It was the son of the enemy that came and strengthened my hand. You can make it, Iram. Strengthen yourself. You can make it, Iram. I don't care what you've been doing, but you can make it, Iram. Yes, 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 yes. I said, God, I said how can I make it? How can I make it? I've done did everything. I've left God. And I heard... My, my, my sister told me the last time I was here, she was like, I don't care what you do. You've always been good to us. And I'm praying for you. That was the start of the prayers that I wasn't getting. I told y'all last time I was here, somebody told me to go ahead and die. Told y'all last time I was here, somebody told me I can just just forget it. I, I had a bishop tell me, now that you have sinned and turned from God, there's no repentance for you. Ooh, uh-huh. uh-uh. And all these things started coming upon me and coming upon me and beating upon me that I had to run to the wilderness. I packed up my house. Everybody was like, where are you going? I don't know. I'll sleep in my truck. I'm a truck driver. I'll sleep in my truck. I'll live out my truck just so I can have peace, so I can hear what God has to say to me. And I went and packed it up, and I got into my truck. He was like, "Nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. So he told me to go somewhere else. I went there and they told me how much it was gonna cost. I said, I gotta have it. And so I I got into the place where I'm at now. And I began to, I set my my iPad like right beside the door and this was on Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I was saying to the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, and my God, In him will I trust. I said, oh, I still got it a little bit. I know some words. I said, said, the devil thought he was going to shut my mouth and take my word. So then I went and got my Bible and I put it up in the windowsill. And, and, I, and I said it at Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He, re- he restoreth my soul. But this is the point I, I really like. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me Thy rod and thy staff comforts me. Thou preparest a table. Listen, everybody in here. If you don't see the table yet, turn around because the table is there. You got to sit down so your enemy can get there. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. Guess what? He anointed me a long time ago. That oil still runs fresh. Yes, 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 come on now. Yes, yes. And so and so I, I, was, I was like, God, I said, I'm here. I'm all by myself. I said, I have nobody to turn to. I walked down the steps and I was leaving and I heard a voice said, Pastor White. I said, don't know nobody in here know me as Pastor White. I turned around. He said, "It's me, Pastor White." You don't remember me? I said, "Yes, I remember you." His name is—he's elder or a bishop or a pastor Brian Crawford. He said, "Can you talk to me for a minute?" I said, "Yes, sir." And so we went to his room, and he began to what did that the the last of that verse say read that again what did what did Jonathan do to David and so pastor Brian Crawford started strengthening my hand in God now now there's seven things that I want you to I want to point out, I'm not going to be long. Y'all know I don't preach long, but I'm going to be effective today. I'm going to be real effective. (laughs) There's seven things I want to point out why you can go back to the enemy's camp after you ran out of it and get back what he stole from you. (laughs) And it's not tainted, it's not tarnished. It's the same way that you left it. Just because they stole it from you, don't mean they had to use it. Here, here's another one. They can't use something that's anointed for you to use. Amen. Amen. Oh my! How can they use your anointing? They can only steal it for a moment. But when your hand is strengthening God, you got to go back and take back what he stole from you. For the kingdom of God suffers violence. And with violence, you got to take it back by force. Yes. And so I, I, I was of the point where well, I won't preach no more. I, I started being a coward. When have I been a coward? I said, I don't wanna preach no more. I tell my testimony. God said, I'm sick and tired of you talking about you had a stroke. I said, but that's my testimony. He said, but you've been through more than a stroke and you still standing. He said, it's the hand of God that's on your life where you still stand. He said, it ain't the stroke. It wasn't the fake heart attack that they want to pronounce. It wasn't the high blood pressure. It wasn't the sugar diabetes. It wasn't the gun that was shot at you. It wasn't the knife that got into your side. It's been my hand that has kept you. So I said, okay, God, I said, it's your hand. I said, it's your hand. I said, right, it's your hand. I said, because me, I've been locked up and tied up and tangled up or six feet under, but it's been your hand. And he said, so why are you stopping what I've called you to do? He said, I can anoint anybody, but I called you. I appointed you. And I'm speaking to you. He called you just like he called me. He has appointed you just like he appointed me. It don't matter what people are saying to you. It don't matter your background. It don't matter who you with. It don't matter your job. If God is going to use you, he's going to use you, baby. Did I just help you a little bit today? All right. So here's the first thing of the seven things that is why you can go back and still, I need y'all to get y'all's pens, pads, or your computers out and write these things down. And then you won't feel inferior that you can't go back and get your joy. You can't go back and get your peace. You can't go back and get your love. You're allowed to take back. This is the first time in the scriptures that you're going to hear that you're allowed to steal back what was stolen from you. Oh my. I'm a old, so I got to bring this a little bit closer to me. <laughs> and y'all remember the song I'm going to the enemy's camp, and I'm going to take back what he stole from me. Take back what he stole from me. Take back what he stole from me. But how many times do we go into the enemy's camp and really take back what he stole? We sing the song. It sounds good. But a lot of us are afraid of the enemy, so we won't go back and get our joy that we already had. And so we try to start all over again instead of picking up where we stopped. Oh, I'm talking to somebody today. So here we go. The first thing that you're you're not allowed to do. Here we go. Deuteronomy 20 and 1. But I like Deuteronomy 20 and 4, but I'm going to read Deuteronomy 21, then I'm going to quote Deuteronomy 20 and 4. When you go out to fight the enemy, you face his horses and his chariots, and the army is great, do not fear. The Lord God who brought you out of the land of Egypt is with you. That's Deuteronomy 20 and 1, but 20 and 4 says, And your God shall go with you and fight for you and hand you the victory again and again and again. That's number one. Two. You're not going to fight the battle because second Chronicles twenty and fifteen says This the Lord thus saith the Lord unto you Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of any of this great multitude for the battle is not yours Whose is the battle? Is the Lord. So what God is saying in Deuteronomy and then in 2 Samuel is go to the battle and I'm going to fight for you. But you got to get up and go. The reason why things ain't coming to you and the reason why you are not winning things is because you're not going to the battle. You can't lay in your bed and think you had a battle. I, I I got a rapper friend, Lecrae, he, he he told me while I was on tour with him, he said, he said, listen, I'm on the front line. He said, most casualties don't happen on the front line because you see everything that's coming. He said, most casualties happen in the second and the third line. He said, get in the front line, Irem, so you can see the attack of your enemy. I said, okay, I got you, I got you and now i can i can understand it get in the front line be the first on line and, and you know the, the the military has it all backwards because they even tell you in the marines that you're the first one out and the first one in the back first one's in to the battle and the first one's out in the body bag you don't have to come out in the body bag if you got a battle buddy Amen. 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 Yep. I, thank you for asking thank you for asking i hear your question What is a battle buddy? A battle buddy is somebody that goes into war with you. If you get shot, they make sure you come home to heal so you can go back and do it all over again. You don't have to die out there with the Philistines. You don't have to die on the battlefield with your enemy. That's not your promise, baby. Oh, my. Mm -mm. It's not your promise. It's not your promise. Third, there's only one thing you have to do. Mark 5 and 38 says, be not afraid and only believe. Somebody shot at somebody and say only believe. What are you believing? He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That he's going to bring you out of whatever you're going through all right. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, he will lift up a standard against him. Only believe it. Only believe it. So what? It looked like a flood is coming. There's a standard against it. My, 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 my. Four. If you're going to face your enemy. Y'all ready for this one? If you're going to face them. Don't ever face your enemy by yourself, okay? He said, i send them out by two. Take somebody with you. That battle buddy. Don't take somebody that's weaker than you. Don't take somebody that's always afraid to fight. I had a cousin growing up. He always ran his mouth. I always got into a fight. I had to go bail him out. But every time I started fighting, he started running. You don't need nobody in your corner that's going to hightail it out of there. If we go down, we're going to go down together. Who oh am I? So you got to take reinforcements. You got to take reinforcements. On. Quit playing with me. There we go. You got to take reinforcements. Say reinforcements. reinforcements. The Psalms 118 5 and 6. This is the Living Bible, and it says In my distress, whew, I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me, and rescued me, he is for me, how can I be afraid, what can I mere man to do to me? In other words, what can I concern man to do to me? Why am I fearing man because they can't do nothing for me if God is with me? The Bible says if God be for you, he's more than the world against you. So, yeah, everybody in the world can be against you, but God got you. Somebody need to hear God got you. Here's the fifth thing. I I really like this one because this one set me up in my bed because I was reading it and typing at the same time. And he said, anybody that opposes you opposes me. (laughs) He said, I am everybody that's coming up against you. It's coming up against me. doing me dirty I said God I said that just blessed me he said no it blessed me (laughs) it is Exodus 23 and 22 but if you will indeed listen to and obey his voice I will be an enemy to your enemies And an adversary to your adversary. So any way they want to come at you, I got your back. Rest in it. Trust in it. Believe me, baby, they can't do nothing with me. Six. We're almost done. We got two more. Is this good teaching today? Is this helping you? Yes. Because a lot of us feel like we're are outcasts, but you're not outcast. You're in the cast. You just don't know your rightful place yet. But I hope this teaches you your rightful place. You don't need many. You don't need much when you got the master. You got to read 23. I ain't got 23. Well, my angel, this is in Exodus 23, 23. Uh huh. Read it. So in other words, here we go. He then took you to the United Nations and defeated them. One thing I've found out about God, God is a showboat. He cannot do stuff small. He has to do it in a grand way. He got to call everybody around. He got to get everybody's attention and say, "Now watch me work." Yes, 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 yes. I dare somebody scream out, "Work it out in me, God!" Work it out, <laughs> Woo! We got to get we, we got to get to six, right? We 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 have six. Yeah, something like that. Six, come on. This thing don't want to open. I promise y'all this is so good. Six, you will come out of the battle unharmed. Everybody hear that? You will come out of the battle unharmed. Guess what? I don't look like what I just came through. I got pictures to show you how big I was. I got pictures to show you how banged up I was. There was a time not too long ago, about four or five months ago, I couldn't even move my left arm or hand. But I don't look like what I've been through. God would take you through something and bring you back unharmed. Well, Bishop Dawson likes saying it this way. He will take you to hell and back and give you the receipt for the ticket for the train ride and you don't smell like smoke. If God be for us, who? Who? I'm still looking for him. I'm still looking for. Him. Are you still looking for him? I'm still looking for him. who can be against me. Man. Six. I'm still at six. I can't be too excited. The message Bible says this. Who would dare lay a hand on me? That's the message Bible. Who would dare lay a hand on me if God has me? If God's going to fight my battle. Who dare come up against me? Say it. Say that. You think you're bad enough? Come out. Mm, right, right. okay. You think you're strong enough? Come out. But I've never read in the Word of God that He's lost the battle. Was God when Jesus Christ raised from the dead? You ain't got no power. Okay, seven. Y'all ready to go home, ain't y'all? Seven. Here we go. I promise y'all we gonna get out of here. Seven. Y'all gonna laugh on this one, but I, I, I really meant it. I really mean it. You have more protection, stronger than Superman's cape, and Spider-Man's web, and Wonder Woman's lasso. Y'all know, y'all know growing up, them things, boy! Couldn't even nothing get to Superman but kryptonite. Everybody ain't got kryptonite. And if Wonder Woman did her little lasso, you was caught. I don't care how far you was. That little, that little string about this long is going to catch you way back there. And if you was doing something wrong with Spider-Man, all he did was like, like this. And that, that web came out and just put you on the wall. You have more protection, listen to me. You have more protection. You have more energy than any superhero that you ever read about. Because your God is strong, he's mighty, and he brings you the victory Over and over again. It's like having a title belt that somebody steals from you and then you go back to fight them, but you don't really have to fight them. They they just fall down and you pin them and you pick it back up. I don't know what's going on in Lancaster. It's probably none of my business, but I come to encourage you that what you're going through Is just a test of your faith. And if you will let faith have a perfect work in you, you will be perfect and entire and wanting nothing. I heard Pastor Cass when he said all 78 seats going to be full. Y'all might want to take it up to 100 so it can really get full. 100 is a good round number. And if he get this place up to 100, y'all going to have to move because 200 is going to come. Because he like working in doubles. Tell your neighbor, say, he's a doubling guy. You know, I used to, I used to roll dice. And 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 what what what, what would we wanted seven and eleven, right? But then we wanted to come back just like that. We didn't want to just roll seven once and then go to a different number. We wanted seven to come right back. And when seven came right back, you doubled the profit that you already had out there. Anybody want to roll a seven tonight? And come back and roll another seven. Think about all the things that you lost. Think of all the things that have been stolen from you. It's time to get your stuff back double. He works in multiplication and addition. Somebody shout, multiply me God. Somebody say, multiply the church, God. Multiply the church, God. Now I'm about to really blow y'all's mind, and I'm about to sit down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. One can put a 1,000 to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. Y'all just see how he, like, multiplied that by 10? So there's 10 people in here. Y'all should be able to put the, the population of Lancaster to flight. In the surrounding areas, Logan and all that. It would be nice to see true vision off the highway with a big old church. Can I prophesy in this place real quick? Just because everybody don't believe in Cass don't mean that God don't believe in Cass. He needs some haters because of the place he's about to go. If you ain't got no haters, you can't go nowhere. Be not dismayed. God will provide for you. You hear me? Well, well, I need this, I need that. You know how we have bucket lists to do things in our life? I just heard God say, put a bucket list of what you need in the next five years and he's going to multiply. Not a personal bucket list, but a church bucket list. This is for you because he's not going to do it happenstance and he's not going to do it slowly, but it's going to come like a rush shot to you. It's gonna how Deuteronomy says the blessings of the Lord shall shall be upon you, and then it shall overtake you. You're gonna feel like the blessings of the Lord has overtaken you. And listen to me, listen to me carefully. Don't try to bless everybody that's been talking about you, Pastor White. That 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 that's not that's not word. Here you go. How can you bless somebody that's been cursing you? Come on now, say that, say that. And if they've been cursing you, that means they would take your blessing and make it a curse. And then they'll come back in here with that same curse and try to bless you back, but it's a curse. Then you've got to figure out what's the accursed thing in your camp. Come here, Joshua. Joshua went to fight the Amalek. And God told them not to take nothing. Mm -hmm. But the family took one thing. Mm -hmm. Went back to fight them and lost. And then Joshua said, but God, you told me to be courageous. You told me to be strong. But why am I losing said Joseph it wasn't you I mean Joshua it wasn't you but you have something to curse in the camp and you got to get it out your camp and the reason why you have a curse things in the camp listen to me some of us I'm not saying all of us but we bless the wrong people and keep them too close to us wrong people too close well that's been my A1 from day one yeah and every time you are A1 status they take you down to a D1 status every time you up here and they come around you down here have you ever been around people that you just had the best day and then when they come around they want to tell you all their problems and then you you feel like you got the wind suck out of you? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Them same people. You see them come but you're really happy to see them go. Yeah, I ain't seen you in a long time. And that's why The Bible says I got to be about my father's business. Because he knew that people was going to come and try to suck the life out of people about his business. So let's end this. Let's end this. I'm almost done. Seven was good, wasn't it? it? It really blessed me. Really blessed me. So never allow the enemy to know when he's hit you. And that's, that, 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 that was my problem. I've always been a stickler to be transparent and point out my weaknesses. But God told me this morning, he was like, don't point them out no more. Not until you turn them around and make them your strengths. Because if you point out your weakness and you verbalize it and put it out there in the air, that's where Satan is going to keep on hitting you at until you make yourself strong. I said, God, what are you talking about? He said, Iron, your testimony is a powerful one, but you dwell too much on the weak stuff. He said, yeah, you should have died with the stroke yeah they did this and yeah they did that but somewhere in there towards the end you should say but God who was rich in mercy wherewith he loved us he turned it around in my favor and is still working it out for me my sister Regina she, she, she travels with me a lot and she calls me every now and then and I was on the road the other day, or the other week, and I have been listening to, what is this, Jonathan Nelson or Jason Nelson, who sings that? No, Rashawn Mitchell, Rashawn Mitchell. And, and I don't know if you know it, Cass, but I would love for you to sing that when I'm done. Um, and I have been listening to it all day. It's turning around for me. And God said, the more that you listen to that song, it'll start turning around. And I said, okay, God. And so I listen to it almost every day when I wake up. While I'm getting dressed, I listen to it. Because it ain't always going to be like this. God has to perfect what he's promised you. And sooner rather than later, Versand don't say rather than later. He say sooner or later. No, no, no. Yes. But sooner rather than later, yes, 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 yes. it's gonna turn Trey in your favor. Yes, 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 yes. Don't worry about what's going on. Just look for the turnaround. Yes, yes Lord God. Woo! Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Look for the turnaround. It may look like it's going to rain, but it doesn't have to rain if it turns around. Yes, Lord God. Yes, Lord. God. Have you ever been driving and it looked like the, the storm clouds are coming? But the more you drive, it look like you get away from the storm clouds and the storm clouds don't come. And then you start getting all happy again and because it turned around in your favor. My God, God, God. sooner rather than later, it's going to turn in your favor. It's going to turn in your favor. Come here. Come here. Come here. You got to run. You got to run. You got to run. Because this is what the blessing is going to do. It's going to run to you. You ain't running. Go back. Run. Run because the blessing is going to come just like this. I don't know what you stand standing in the need of, but God said he's about to just shower down on you. He said, it's not going to always be like this. Struggle is over for you. In every area of your life. Oh, share that both Every area of your life is getting straight right now. It's lining up. Oh, I feel this thing. You're going to come in here in two weeks and tell a testimony that's going to rock this church. I hope you have musicians here because you're going to need it. Because your testimony is turning right now. It is turning right now. Don't know nothing about you, but I feel the turnaround right now. Are you his wife? Come here. Because when the blessing comes, it's going to fall on you too. And the reason, oh, the reason why the blessing is coming is because you have been praying praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. Even when you thought that God didn't hear you, God said, He heard you. God said he's heard you and don't stop praying. Don't stop praying when it don't look like it's working out. Don't stop praying because he's still working it out in your favor. He's still working it out in your favor. And God said when he blesses him, I see an increase on whatever you do. Matter of fact, I see you having your own business. You want to be an entrepreneur? write the vision Hezekiah said write the vision make it plain for the he that runneth can read it now watch this I'm going to do something that most preachers don't do and say you want to know who's running and reading it do you know who's running and reading it you (laughs) it's your vision They always say, somebody else got to run and read it. Nah, it's you that's got to run and read your vision. Read it. Study it. Know it in and out. Because the generational curse that's on your family is going to break with you. It's going to break with you. And everybody in your family going to call you blessed in the delightsome land. I'm done. I'm done with y'all. I'm done. I'm, I'm, oh. it's, it's, it's about to turn in y'all's favor. Man, it's about to turn. sweet spirit in this place don't change it don't change it I don't care what comes up against you I don't care what hits you in your mouth take the blow but don't change the spirit in this place Trey you are about to enter into the years of your best life but this one thing that you gotta do You gotta learn how to hold your peace. Let God fight your battles and victory, victory shall be yours. Everything don't calls for argument. You know what I've just learned from the last time I I, I preached here? It's all right to walk away from people that are talking to you but ain't talking sense to you. I be at work I be at work my boss I'm a truck driver so I don't care what goes on on the dock that's not my business he was talking to me the other day and he started talking about the dock people I did just like this I went to my truck he ran out after me he said why you walk away I said it ain't none of my business about what the dock is doing I said, I'm a truck driver. I said, I drive. I don't load my truck. I don't separate my truck. I drive my truck. And he was like, but you need to know the process. I said, no, the process is me going from this terminal, delivering it to whatever stores or whatever place I got to deliver it to. What happens inside this terminal is none of my business. So a lot of times, you are in stuff that's none of your personal business. Business that people bring to you, and you just got to learn how to walk away. And I know you feel you wear your feelings on your shoulders. I know, I know you, my sister. Let them talk about Cass. You see, he's good, you ain't got to be offended. They just want to be where Cass is. The only reason why somebody talks about you is because they're jealous of you. It ain't because they they, 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 they they trying to improve you. Because if they was improving you, they'll come and see what you're doing and try to help you that way. But they ain't trying to come and help. They talking from afar and looking in on something that they can't see. So yeah, mm-hmm. that that's it. Is what the old church used to say is shut mouth grace. And I never understood it until this year when I started just walking away from stuff. I won't even argue. People be trying to argue with me like, okay, you right, you got it, you got it. I promise you, you got it. You good? Okay, cool. Why are you okaying me? It's cool, baby. I'm good yeah. you said what you said that's the end of the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting smart I'm not being ignorant I have to realize that the way you think and the way I think is two different people because we two different people yeah, yeah, yeah. and until the spirit of God comes and this is the bible he's going to bring all truth but if, if you don't, if it don't come, okay, cool, you keep your thoughts, I'll keep my mind on him. Learn to walk away. It's all right. It's cool to walk away. It's even funny to walk away when they get upset. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's even funny because they're trying to figure you out, but you already figured you out. And it ain't none of their business to try to figure you out. Because if they're not for you, they're against you. It's no lukewarm in this. It's no shades of gray. It's either for you or against you. And if you're not going to better me, guess same place. You okay, 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 <laughs> okay, okay, okay. right, You owe 50,000 on your credit. Okay. I owe 49,000 on mine. <laughs> Difference is a thousand, but we still in debt. <laughs> Show me how Me talking about, ooh, Iram, you losing weight? What are you doing? If you don't want to do what I'm doing, don't ask what I'm doing. Right? Don't ask, don't ask, right? Well, I was I was gonna see what you was doing, see if I can working in my diet. If you got a diet, baby, keep on with your diet. Mine's a working. My brother here said, "You just melting away." Yeah, I am. I switch jobs so I can be more active, so so stuff can fall off of me quicker. Because I was just in the office, just chilling, eating my bonbons and my hoagies. Now I'm a truck driver. I don't get breaks to eat bonbons and hoagies. <laughs> okay, okay. I got to drive 14 hours a day. Okay, okay, okay. Deliver to nine, ten stores. I got to walk 10,000 steps a day. I don't eat all the junk that you eat, like bread and carbs and sugar and all that. I drink water. I don't eat things that, supposed to have a seed in it, and you, want it you don't want to spit out the seed, so you get the seed. Off my medicine and was like, "Did you feel better?" I said, "I feel much better." I said, "I'm shedding more weight because the medicine wasn't making me retain weight." And she was like, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, because it's all pharmaceutical. It's nothing natural." She said, "Wow, that's deep." I said, "Yeah, so give me off all this pharmaceutical stuff. I'll take the ginger. I eat the cinnamon." I eat the burlock root. Hey, it's yuck, but it's healthy. I take the sea moss. It's god awful nasty. <laughs> but it works. You hear me? It works. I like doing things that work. Don't tell me that, oh, you can lose weight if you if you buy Jenny Craig everybody I know Jenny Craig is still like me you ain't got to work out yes you do you got to do something some kind of cardio I sit in bed and I just sway my legs back and forth so I can tighten up my stomach and I had my dude over the other day he was like why are you doing that I was like dude you see my waist it's going down I used to be out here I had I gave away three three whole lines of clothes because I went from a six X down to a five X to a four X to a three X. Couldn't wear it, and there wasn't no sense in keeping it because I'm not going back. Amen. Amen. But I hope that this message really helped you today to know who's fighting for you even when it comes from the enemy's camp that was trying to destroy you. And then those seven things are the things that you are allowed to take from the enemy's camp once you get there. Because David became king over Israel once Saul left the scene. When it should have went to Jonathan. Now that bl- what blows my mind. The heir to the throne helped you get the throne. Mm. That tell you that promotion don't come on length of time or who you connected to. It's who you are and whose you are. Yes, 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 yes. Jonathan was supposed to be king. But David ended up king. God bless you. <laughs>
0: You won't always.